Today's sales leaders face a difficult task, selling the right products at the right time through the right channels. A new three-day program from Harvard Business School Executive Education addresses this problem directly. Join us on the Boston campus in August for Managing Sales Teams and Distribution Channels, where you will discover strategies that can lead to the best sales performance. Learn more by clicking the banner or visiting hbs.me sales. That's hbs.me sales. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. 
May it be your best year ever. excited about today's show, The Healing Power of Animals, because I love animals. I've always had little dogs, little white dogs, Maltese Terriers. Uh, I had the first one uh, lasted till almost 13, and then I waited a month, and we had a regular service with all my friends in my friend's home, one of my friend's beautiful, beautiful home. And then we had buried the little uh, Maltese Terrier named McGee uh, in a friend's yard next to his pet. And after the 30 days, I went out and got another one, same breed, little Maltese Terrier White. And um, he uh, lasted so almost 13 years, just short of that. And then we did the same thing, and we buried that little dog next to another friend's pet at, at his home in his backyard. So I love pets and moved to Florida and in a community where they don't want pets, and I'm not too happy about that. And I always believed in miracles, so perhaps we'll have the miracle of overturning that at some point. But I must say that my pets were always quite brilliant, in fact, and we all have our favorite pet stories, I'm sure, and I'll get to share one or two of them later on in the show, because without further ado, I want to introduce you my pet-loving friend uh, who's going to do the show, The Healing Power of Animals, Beverly Nadler. Uh, you know her as our health guru. She is also a guru on so much more and finds a way to link every topic that she is involved with to healing powers. Beverly is a dynamic and captivating international speaker, trainer, reprogramming coach, author, poet, media guest, our most valued guest, and my best friend. As I said, she's our health guru, appearing weekly on Here's to Your Health Thursday, sharing vital information on how to improve, maintain, or regain your health physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Her awesome books, including Loving the Game of Life, um, one of my favorites, the other one, uh, Vibrational Harmony, that one I wrote the forward to. Folks, you have to get these books either from her website, Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com or Amazon.com. Uh, and be sure to read the forward in Vibrational Harmony <laughs> because I'm so proud that in a book of that caliber, a book that's a life cha- changer, I got to do my thing as well. Beverly is the authority on vibrational harmony, what it is and how to achieve it so that you are in vibrational harmony with and therefore much more likely to achieve your goals and desires. She also is an extraordinary poet. Uh, I keep telling her she's got to get that poetry book published. It is awesome. There isn't anyone I know that I wouldn't want to have that book uh, because it's all inspirational, upbeat, and it covers just about every topic. 
uh, her extraordinary contributions in the field of poetry and health and so much more uh, qualifies her in the ranks of the, one of the most special people on this planet, in my personal opinion. And folks, I just want to share with you that tomorrow is my birthday, and every year I celebrate my birthday live on choicebarryandfriends.com, and I will be doing that tomorrow with my closest, closest friends invited to this very special party. So here she is, always happy to bring to you my friend, your friend, Beverly Nadler. Hi, Joyce. It's always a pleasure to be here. I I look forward to Thursdays, and it's kind of exciting for me to figure out what topic shall we discuss, and as you say, I link it all to health, because truly, if we don't have health, um, even wealth doesn't mean very much. The richest people in the world would willingly trade their money for better health when they're sick. They've said that over and over. So there are some some things that are simple in life that can help to bring us more health, and having animal friends can do that. Pets are really important. And I'm sorry you can't have a pet in your life, but I think thinking about your pets uh, and, and looking at photos of them and remembering them is something that can bring the, the warmth to your heart and some healing energy because what we imagine, this is what's so exciting about uh, the more we know about the mind, what you can imagine um, is almost, happens to affect you almost as if it is really happening. So keep thinking about your beloved pets, and I, I mean that. Well, since I'm someone that believes in miracles, I do believe that ruling may be overturned regarding having pets in the community. So I don't see it as something that's not possible. I do see it as possible. So I'm not giving up on that one. Yeah, that would be wonderful because it's so known now, the, the importance of vibrations of these animals, especially the, I'm going to say especially the cats and the dogs because those we can, we can hold, uh, they can be near us, they comfort us, and they bring them into nursing homes. They, 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 some of the police departments bring them there to, to help to soothe uh, the, the policemen who are going through such painful, traumatic experiences. They bring them into firehouses now and have pets there for the purpose of helping these wonderful people who are helping us to be able to calm down and, and to bring their bodies back into that state known as homeostasis, which is a, a healing state, just by having these wonderful pets around. So perhaps with your, um, your vigilance, uh, you can present this information to the board, and maybe they will see the light and say, yes, we can see the value of this. You know, and they have a couple of rules about cleaning up after, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, it's becoming more and more important, and, and it's becoming a very interesting piece that I recently read. Um, we know that having friends and having um, 
you know, a contact with the outside world, we're talking now about human friends, a social life, has been considered very, very important. And there's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, do not have that. They may be homebound. They may be somewhat disabled. uh, They may be shy or they may not be able to get out. Whatever the reason is, what I recently read is that if you have companions, animal companions, it can take the place of humans as far as being just as valuable for your health and your healing as human friends. And I suspect in many cases it's even more valuable because of the unconditional love. Uh, You brought up something that I'm going to be talking about, unconditional love. Especially some of the quotes by one of our friends, Dr. Bernie Siegel, whom you had on your show not too long ago to interview a man who is full of unconditional love. What he's written about it is kind of exciting. And I had the pleasure to be on the same programs with him when we both spoke at some chiropractic programs some years ago. I had the pleasure of meeting him, and, of course, I have his books. So I'm going to be talking about the unconditional love. But first, I want to share something with you that I found very, very interesting, and it's called All Animals Think, and it comes from a book called Animal Wise. Animals have minds, they have brains, and they use them as we do for experiencing the world, for thinking and feeling, and for solving the problems of life every creature faces. Like us, they have personalities, moods, and emotions. They laugh and they play. Some show grief and empathy and are self-aware and are very likely conscious of their actions and intentions. So the question is not, do animals think? It's how and what do they think? I always believe that uh, animals had brains and minds because they're so smart. They are really, really extraordinary, some of them, and certainly I wouldn't have a pet that wasn't extraordinary. As I said, I'll share a story or two later on, but I have no doubt that they have brains and um, they really comprehend what you're saying. Back to you. Oh, well, I'm going to mention right now some of the reasons why if you do not have a pet and you can possibly have one that you might want to consider walking or running to the nearest shelter. And I say a shelter if possible because we want to rescue these pets, these dogs and cats, if possible. Uh, they're, they're with cats, and I, I'm, a, I'm a cat person. That doesn't mean I don't think dogs are absolutely adorable, especially the Maltese you were talking about. But basically... Our family is a cat family. My daughters have cats. We have cats. And they talk about the cat's purr. It's it's like sympathy, sympathy, sympathy music. The, the rhythm of it is something that is extremely healing. We know that sounds are healing. And this is a very, very healing sound. So one of the things is just the cat's purr uh, is, is very, very comforting. Now, the that can reduce stress levels just 
dealing, petting your your cat and listening to the purr. It's not just only the sound. It's a whole feeling that actually goes through your entire body. So reducing stress is an extraordinary thing, and we need that today. And, of course, it's not just cats that reduce stress. The pets, all pets reduce stress, but particularly cats and dogs. When you come home at night from a busy day and just all kinds of things that have gone, gone astray, awry, things that work, things that don't work, maybe traffic that you've been caught up in, but you come home and you just want to, kick off your shoes and, and let go. If your furry friend is there to greet you, I know our cat used to sit by the window to watch, to see when we were coming home. It's as if she, she knew we were coming home. And or your, or your dog is there to sit at your feet. There is nothing that will relax you more. And this is by research. This is not just an opinion. It's actual research to prove this that your entire body just can let go of the stresses of the day and you are relaxed. And this is one of the most important ways of, of literally healing and of fighting disease that is to have a furry friend that you can depend upon to be there for you. And, of course, the, the idea of unconditional love, which I'm going to talk about when I – especially quote Dr. Bernie Siegel, that is so important. But actually what happens is that endorphins are released. Endorphins in the brain, the, the happiness neurotransmitters are released. When we stroke a cat or when we stroke a dog, we actually can feel a difference. It, it takes away any anger. It, and it also has an amazing effect on lowering our blood pressure, our animals can literally help to normalize our blood pressure. That I didn't know or think about. That's an amazing, amazing benefit. Uh, I mean, I could think of so many other benefits. Like I said, unconditional love, uh, just so soothing and calming and the sense that someone is so committed to you, like you said, your cat was at the window. Mine would always be at the front door. My favorite uh, thing, though, where he was, uh, <laughs> was when I would take my aromatherapy bath, which I loved. I found it so relaxing. He would always, always, always sit right in front of the tub, uh, and face out, almost like he was guarding me. Every time I got in the tub, he would go right there, sit in front, and face out. And I just thought that was just one of the cutest things that I experienced that I miss. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I can just, I can, and you can just see, because I, I met Rocky, and um, he was a very, very, very precious cat. I mean, the dog, I'm sorry. <laughs> very, you met McGee also, yeah. my prior one, and you probably don't remember, but the first um, dog I gave an Irish name, the second dog an Italian name, so I'm ready for the third one with a Jewish name, Mikey, uh, kind of Jewish. Um, but, yes, I'm sure you remember the latter one because each one lasted almost 13 years. Okay. I just want to share one story. I love pets, but I was never thinking that given my schedule in my life, I could uh, have time to care for an animal. I know dogs require a lot more care than pet, uh, cats. They're pretty much on their own cats from what I understand. 
Uh, so a friend en route to Wall Street, we would go to Wall Street every day by cab. We were both stockbrokers. Um, and um, one day he had this little white Maltese with him, this little teeny thing that was so cute, cutest thing I ever saw. And I said, wow, I never saw a dog as adorable as that. That is really amazing. He just happened to have the dog with him. He was dropping the dog off at the owner's home who was returning from being out of the country that day. So he said, I just have to drop uh, this dog off and then we'll proceed to the office. Well, at any rate, just because I had said that on the way home, unbeknownst to me, he just stops at a pet shop on Madison Avenue, New York City. He had called ahead if they had a Maltese, and they did. So the owner knew that I never had a dog ever. So she takes the one Maltese she had, and she hands it to me. And um, she said, you know, let's see how you two get along. Well, the dog was licking me and kissing me. So I said, is this dog friendly? like that with everyone or is it just me and that was the only honest thing she said to me she said it's everyone he loves people why do I say that's the only honest thing because she said take the dog home and if you're not happy and having a pet you can bring the dog back in three days and you'll get a, a full refund you have to pay for it to leave the store but you'll get every penny back so that's now I understood firsthand what they mean by the doggy uh, sales technique because once I took the dog home, I was hooked. But why I said it was the only honest thing, she never told me that the dog had a, a series of things that needed to be attended to. First thing I did was have a vet check out the dog, and there was all kinds of things that had to be treated, so it cost me a couple of thousand dollars from a pet that was supposed to be about 500 to just deal with it. But I, I was so hooked at that point, and I never regretted it for a moment. Wow, that's an interesting, very interesting story. Well, he, apparently whatever you took care of certainly worked because he lasted many, many years, and you had the joy of that pet, and that's wonderful. Let me go on with some of the other things. They are disease spiders. It actually shows that they have a huge impact on our vulnerability to immune-weakening diseases such as viral infections and cancer. And that is an amazing thing. They actually affect your immune system, and it has to do with because of the chronic stress that most people are under. When you've got a pet, and this is whether it's a dog or a cat, um, their chronic stress is suppressing your immune system, and it reduces the white blood cells that, that can fight disease. But by having the pet, and this is so important to understand this, by having the pet, just by having him or her around you, petting it, holding it, looking at it, playing with it, you are, you are literally increasing and strengthening your immune system. So you are helping to prevent disease. And I mentioned before about lowering blood pressure. I mean, is this not healing? When you talk about the healing power of animals, and it's such a simple thing, and it's, it's such a beautiful thing. Now I want to mention about uh, what I was saying about Bernie Siegel in his book, Love, Medicine, and Miracles. He apparently um, must have had a cat because he was talking specifically about a cat. And he has a story that is so heartwarming. In fact, it's an amazing story, and I want to share it with you. First, he says, I can feel that all healing is related to the ability to give and accept unconditional love. 
And that's where cats come into play. And here's where he tells this story. In 1996, Dalton, a big black cat, gave the gift of love to his human friend, Isabel. At 41, she fell victim to a frightening disease. And so she said, when I would get sharp stomach cramps, I would lay down on the bed and cry. And Dalton, that was the name of the cat, would put his left paw on my face and lick my tears off. His constant aid helped me fight my pain and fear of the unknown. Well, ultrasound and surgery confirmed her worst fears. She had uterine cancer. Thanks in great measure to Dalton's loving support, she was able to let go of the anxiety, anger, and hopelessness. And she said, before my surgery, I was worried I was going to die. But when my cat would crawl up next to me and purr, I was able to sleep. I felt everything was going to be okay. And it was. And Isabel enjoys a clean bill of health, and this is many years later, And Dr. Siegel believes that the unconditional love the kind Dalton gave to Isabel is the most powerfully known stimulant of the immune system. The healing power of love can raise blood levels of immune globulins or killer T cells. And the result, cat love heals. And, of course, that's not all. In the field of psychoneuroimmunology, your health is also linked to your state of mind. And there are connections to the state of mind, the brain, the immune system that protect your body. And this means that loving cats, such as Dalton, and loving dogs can have a positive effect on the mind and the immune system. What a story. And it just resonated through every part of my heart and my soul. I just really, really believe that that the healing power is so prevalent and so obvious and so calming. You know, you can have uh, close friends and, and, you know, you have arguments and the best of friends will always agree to disagree that it's cool. You don't have to always agree on everything. But those pets are absolutely amazing. And how many stories you hear about the healing How many stories have you heard where the pet saved the owner's life, started barking when the house got on fire, started barking when there was an intruder in the house? How many stories like that do you hear? Absolutely. I have a story like that about um, one of my cats. Uh, He couldn't actually save my life, but he would have if he could have. What had happened is that I went down in my basement, and this was in my house in New York, beautiful house, but it had a tendency um, to have leakage in the basement, water in the basement, which we worked on getting rid of. Eventually we did, but at this time the water was kind of high, actually, and I don't know exactly what. It was many years ago, but I was running um, for some reason, uh, I had been on the phone, first of all, I had been on the phone with my daughter, that's what it was, and she asked me to check something. I went downstairs, and I saw, oh, geez, this water. And then I was running to come back to the phone, and I started to slip. And I grabbed onto a lamp that was in the wall, the socket, and I couldn't let go because I was being literally electrocuted. 
it was quite horrible. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die right here, right now, just like this. And I started screaming. I pulled the lamp out of the wall, and obviously I'm still alive. But it was a horrible experience. I ran upstairs, and I found my pet cat screaming, well, in the meowing, into the phone. This this cat had a very loud meow and just screaming into the phone, telling my daughter there was something wrong. Of course, as I said, the cat couldn't do anything, and she couldn't, she didn't live near me, and I was okay. But when I came to the phone, I said, you'll never guess what happened. And she said, well, I know it was something horrible because Coco was trying to tell me. I just want to make one comment. That's an incredible story, and one which I had not heard before. Uh, When you said the cat couldn't save your life, I want to clarify to our worldwide audience that you're not talking to us from the hereafter. You are here. I think what you were trying to say, she wasn't strong enough or big enough to help you out. Uh, but you said she couldn't save my life. So for <laughs> folks that are confused, Beverly is here on this plane right here and right now with all of us. I know what you meant, but I did have to make that because I could just see people saying, huh? <laughs> this cat okay, couldn't yeah, save my life. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, okay. this is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was quite something. Uh, I will never forget that and how how she tried, you know, to say to my she's in danger. She's in danger. Yeah, you know, I was talking about this um, this cat before that saved literally saved this woman's life, um, and they this cat now is being brought around to hospitals and and to children. Um, and and it's helping sick children. And there's um, one of one of the um, uh, children is a little boy who Isabel is saying was with bloated, bald, withdrawn, and very depressed from chemotherapy. And he walked up um, to me and the cat Dalton, and she said, "Do you like my kitty?" And um, he sat down with with the cat. The cat came on his lap, and the cat literally. And the little boy shook hands, and the nurse said, this is the first time we have seen little Tob happy in ages. And so they call this cat the Wonder Cat, and he continues to be brought to hospitals to help heal. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Another thing that's awesome, besides your profound love for animals, which I've seen you with pets, so I, I can verify that, firsthand is your passion for writing poetry and here is a poem i am most passionate about in the words of beverly nadler an original poem by beverly nadler listen to me i have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy make you feel so good and guess what it's free Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, 
plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. Indeed, indeed. Let's make it number one. And, folks, you can be a part of that. Go to uh, our website for the radio show, Joyce, Barry, and Friends. Dot com, And right under my picture on the left side, if you just click on follow and you follow the show, you will know every show, every guest, every topic. You'll be right on top of what we're doing each and every day. Here's to the number one worldwide radio show. And here's to one of our favorite, favorite hosts, uh, guests and why I say host is because one of my favorite shows is that in our archives on April 4th Beverly requested that she interview me to give people insight into my story and I love the show and I'd love for you people to hear it to go find out a little bit more about this host yours truly Joyce Barry April 4th in our archives Beverly Nadler interviews Joyce Barry before you go on Beverly why don't you share with people about your website and the links and what can be gleaned from checking you out, my dear friend. My website is beverlynadler.com. In the center, there are links for my books. There's also links for other websites. On the left side menu, you'll find uh, just anything you almost anything you want to know about, not everything, but a lot of things you want to know about me. You'll find links to my poetry, articles, nutrition, health, uh, so many different things. And, of course, my, my favorite topic is health as it relates to spiritual uh, and personal development because without that, um, our, our physical health is dependent upon how we grow internally and in our spiritual and personal development. So there's a lot of links and all kinds of articles. There's another website that's not on that website where there is a free gift for all listeners that I urge you to take advantage of because it's a ebook on mastering stress, especially for people who are spiritually aware and health conscious, and that is on vibrationalharmony.biz, B-I-Z. It has nothing to do with business. It's all about stress reduction. It just happens to be a website that I had bought a long time ago, and the book is on there. I urge you to get that and um, help reduce your stress. And I think I even mentioned in there, play with your animals. <laughs> because playing with your animals helps you to laugh. And laughing 
is another thing, and we've had many uh, shows on the importance of humor, but laughter is another thing that is so important to healing. You literally stimulate your immune system because when you laugh, you are actually moving um, the thymus gland, which is right near the whole thing that happens when you're laughing. Um, and, and when stimulating your thymus gland, you're helping your immune system. And this happens when you play with your cats and your dogs, and they run after things and they jump, and you, know, you, you just—it's just wonderful. I see that in the dog. I've gone with my. Uh, my sister-in-law, my love, by the way, uh, to the dog park in Florida and seen all the dogs playing and, and laughing and playing with each other. And what a delightful experience. And seeing a lot of people, she's in Florida, a lot of people there retire. It's a lot of your elderly people. And I do believe that their lives are healthier and, and longer because they have these animals that they treasure, that they can come and play with and, and watch the animals play with each other. I just want to say this about Beverly. She's talking about the healing power of animals today, but truly there's the healing power of Beverly Nadler. As a reprogramming coach, that's what she works on. She goes deep into the subconscious and works with you to reprogram that which keeps you stressed out, that which you have trouble letting go of, that which needs to be changed. So I just want to say she's an awesome healer in her own right, and she does it through her reprogramming uh, coaching that she does. Well, thank you for that, Joyce. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Um, I have, as you know, uh, an issue about promoting myself and what I do. Uh, but, yeah, reprogramming is really, really an, an important thing to help uh, to release whatever is blocking you from the subconscious level, just as you're an awesome coach for people that need to move to the next level and don't know what to do. You're a strategist that is superb. Thank you for that as well. Our mutual admiration society, and it's all totally, totally real. Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com, that's her website. My official website, Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E.com, uh, that'll let you know all the seminar programs I do, the kind of coaching I do. It's a very comprehensive website, and it has countless testimonials of people across America that I've worked with. Uh, that will attest to my uh, expertise in coaching. Here are just a few endorsements. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyceinator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. 
Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach. I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. Coach Joyce here. Put radio show in the subject line. I do give those emails priority. I get hundreds every day, but I do give those emails priority indeed. So today we're talking about the healing power of animals, and I suspect that our friend country uh, loves animals as well. I know he loves people. Uh, what would you like to say about that country? Hey, first of all, I'll say good morning to you and my other favorite person in the world. Hello, Beverly. Hi, country boy. So good to hear your voice. Isn't it um, nice to be someone's favorite person? <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's like but see, when, but see, when you give as much as you do, Joyce, I don't know how in the world, everybody in the world is probably going to call you one of their best friends. Because, see, in order for you to be able to love somebody, you have to be able to give something away. And that's what you and Beverly spend your life doing. You're always giving. So that's why you have a happy, nourished life, because you're a giver. And I just want to thank you guys for taking the time out of your day every day to go out and give and bless somebody else. Now, I so tell me, do you ha- thank you for that. And do you have any pets? Well, yes and no. I, I had Putter and Sonny, Putter, two lassos, brother and sister. One was black, and Putter was the male the alpha who always made you pet him, what he wanted to or not. He never jumped up on you, but he would always come and lick on you. <laughs> uh, Sunny just passed two days ago. She was 17 oh, years old, and, of course, you know, wow. got dog ears. That was well over 120 years old, I guess they say it is. Wow. But, you know, I'm not saying that to be sad, but I'm a pet lover. I even had pigeons when I was growing up, you know, so those were the birds. As I'm in my backyard now, I feed my birds and the squirrels and stuff on top of my doghouse. And just a few minutes ago, Joyce, when y'all was talking, there was a red bird, a blue bird, our state bird, the brown thrasher, and two other kind of little birds who I didn't recognize. Then the squirrel came down the tree, and they were all sitting on the doghouse eating. And I was planting some tomato plants this morning, and I looked across the street, and lo and behold, the dog is, my neighbor's dog is laying in the yard, and the cat has the dog down, whopping him in the ear. And I'm thinking, look at him. Dogs and cats fleeing together. And you, they do add nourishment to your life. So, yes, yes, yes. And since we've lost our pet, what we decided to do is we're getting ready to raise $5,000 for the homeless shelter. Poor pet. Oh, wow. So oh, how wonderful. That's wonderful. Right. So that's one of the things that Diana wants to do now. She's slowly moving in her retirement, and she's been a pet lover ever since the eight years that she's been my assistant. So we're getting ready to start doing more pet projects, and just lo and behold, God will send you the message, and that's what happened, Joyce, again this morning. We're 
figuring out what we need to do because I'm actually building a little platform with concrete over the grave. We've had them and buried them in the backyard. But I'm inspired by both of you guys seeing the God sent message today that this is something that we're going to do to help the pets from now on. It's going to become one of my personal projects to make sure and rescue those pets out there that need a wonderful home. Well, bless you for wanting to take care of animals. Beverly and I love animals. I've never had a cat. I've always had a little dog. She's never had a dog. She's always had cats. But be that as it may, they're all wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Beverly, back to you. Well, I want to read something that um, I just love um, about a cat guides a blind dog. This is an amazing little story. Turfle. An eight-year-old chocolate Labrador retriever in North Wales developed cataracts, and he began to bump into walls and furniture. Soon enough, the once energetic dog was spending most of his time in his dog bed, unable to find his way around. On a whim, Turfle's owner, Judy Goffrey, let a stray cat, whom she named Pooty Cat, into her home. Now, this is amazing. The feline made a beeline for the blind dog and began using its paws and head to herd Turfle into the garden. And now these unlikely friends sleep together, and Pudicat helps Turfle find his way everywhere. No longer does he have to sit in his bed. That is What's awesome. amazing about that to me is that the, the the cat just automatically sensed that the dog needed her help and just made a beeline to help the blind dog, and they just became fast friends. And isn't that a beautiful story? Absolutely beautiful. You know, and I know you have, a, I'm sure you have a beautiful poem to share with us as well in your repertoire of poems. You must have a poem about animals. Oh, I actually wrote one, an ode to a cat, which I do want to share. It's not beautiful. It's cute. But before that, I need to mention about therapy dogs, that they are bringing these dogs to soothe people after traumas. And they brought therapy dogs into of Boston after the Boston Marathon, um, you know, the terrorist attack, because there were people there who were definitely suffering from a post-traumatic trauma, what are they called, PDST, um, post-traumatic stress, stress disorder. Yeah, right, thank you, post-traumatic stress disorder. And when they bring these dogs in, because when they have post-traumatic stress disorder, the PD, uh STD, easier to say, um, what happens is there's a total disconnect. It's like, first, it's, it's, you're not there anymore. You're, you're somewhere else. When they bring the dogs in and they put, just take the person's hand, put it on the dog, something changes and they come back to this world. And I don't mean they come back to the misery and pain. I mean they are no longer disassociated with life. They actually regain their sense of who they are. It's an amazing thing. And so that's why they they started to bring them in. So they brought them in to to Boston. They brought them into Newtown, uh, Connecticut, after the Sandy Hook tragedy. 
and there's one one particular story a little little boy who was so traumatized he he was not obviously he was still alive and he wasn't actually damaged that is physically but emotionally totally traumatized until they he came to the dog they put his hand on the dog and for the first time this child came back to what we're going to say uh, to life it was truly extraordinary um there's some beautiful beautiful stories of veterans who have been traumatized and come back and the only thing that helped them one particular veteran has his story in a magazine and he was actually written a book about it about how this dog helped him to heal and then there's other stories um that are absolutely amazing about animals a woman who had anorexia and felt that nothing absolutely nothing could help her she tried she was sent um to these rehabilitation homes several times and just couldn't get over this disease until she found a malnourished cat that she assumed was a kitten because it was so small she brought it to the vet and found that it wasn't a kitten it was just a malnourished adult cat in taking care of this cat she decided to take care of herself she said i put my efforts into taking care of her and less on destroying myself and she healed as a result of that and she says riley the name she gave to the cat literally saved her life and and here's a story of a little boy with some very uh, unusual disease it's called schwartz jampel syndrome he keeps his muscles constantly clenched when he goes out in public so it was very hard for him his name is Owen to go out people would stare at him he'd just keep his head down he didn't really want to be pe- with people well then his stepmom bought him a rescue puppy <laughs> but this puppy is a massive puppy this picture of him and the, the puppy is taller than the than the child it's um anatolian shepherd and he had been cruelly dumped on a rail line and actually one of his legs had to be amputated the giant dog stepped carefully into owen's bedroom curled around him gently and it was as if two lost souls found each other now they go out together people stop and talk to this little boy they ask him about his pet cuz his pet is so big he's bigger than him and he's missing a leg and it has totally changed this little boy who has now become socialized because of this wonderful dog that is incredible absolutely incredible and there are countless stories as i said where the pet saved someone's life where the pet healed someone i love i just love pets i just want to share uh to make a point of how i was with animals uh when i checked out the humanity center for pets uh, a couple of blocks from my home after I lost my second pet, I went to see what they had there, uh, the Humane Society. 
uh, and I checked it out, uh, and they wanted a reference, so I called my dog groomer, and I asked her if she would provide a reference. She said, better than that, I'll meet you over there. I'll go there with you. So she meets me over there. They're interviewing me, and then when they asked her about how I was, what she knows about me as a dog owner, she says, the best way I could put it is this. When I come back in my next life, I don't want to be Joyce's husband. I don't want to be her friend. I don't want to be in her family. I want to be her pet. (laughs) Oh, is that adorable? She said that should say something. She said there is no better owner. I mean, if my dog sneezed, I was in the emergency room at the Animal Medical Center, which happened to have been two blocks from my home when I lived in New York. So anything, in a second, I would be at the... uh, Animal Medical Center, which, by the way, is is one of the top in the world. People would come from all over the world there. And for everything, any question about anything, I would just go over there. So it was just so cute. She said, I want to come back as Joyce's pet. (laughs) Um, Both my dogs were Maltese Terriers, both were male, both were absolutely adorable, and both were brilliant. I could spend two hours just giving clever stories, and I'm sure anybody with a pet has their favorite stories as well. But healing and and comforting like no other, the little pets. I have a book called The Bond. It's people and their animals, and a lot of them are... Um, famous people, actors, actresses, musicians, athletes. Some of them are what we call more ordinary people. And every single story would touch your heart. They're they're long, so I'm not um, quoting them. But basically what it comes down to is they're saying, no matter what's going on in my day, and a lot of these people, because they are entertainers, performers, um, they have very stressful lives. You know, we think of entertainers, oh, what a great life. Oh, no, it's, it's a bad, very stressful life to really do the things that you love to do, but there's so much that goes, that is required, and sometimes their days last, you know, 15, 16 hours. They said, if I have my pet, I can go home to my pet, I feel totally different. Or sometimes some of them are able to bring their pets on the set. And I, there was one story by Jack Lemon. He was saying that his pet was on the set with him, but would always know the moment that they were going to start shooting. He didn't even have to say a word to the pet. The dog just walked away as as close as he could be to his owner, but far enough away so he would not be disturbing them, even if he had to hide behind something that he was always there as close as possible. That soothing presence just changed my life. So, yeah, if you can, folks, and you don't have a pet, then... And and you know what? I'm going to say we talked about dogs and cats, but I know people that have birds and, and fish. If you can't have a pet that you can pet, they might allow... They certainly would allow fish... And they may allow. Oh, of course. There's no question what's in the house. A lot of people here have cats. I should have said that. It's the dogs that you can't have. But a oh. lot of people have cats. I should have said that because they're indoors and they're not. These are indoor cats. But I just want to say, in terms of soothing and love, unconditional, and all of that, we both have a human friend of that nature who loves pets. And here she is, our friend Janice Miller, who how many? When I call Janice, it's always one of two things. I Either I'm cooking or I'm walking my dog. <laughs> Good morning, Janice. 
Good morning. Morning. I love to rescue pets as well, and I I prefer dogs. You know, um, I think I have an allergy to cats. So, and then our other dear friend, she likes to rescue cats, as we know. So, um, that's our dear friend Sandra. Yes. Yes, Sandra rescues cats absolutely. And I think you rescue dogs and people as well because you're such a good friend. You're always <laughs> there for people. I mean, and the proof of that is that I know you love the show and support the show, but every time, every day that you get up early to hear it is definitely a major sacrifice on your part. Yes. Well, thank you, dear. I, I think it's nice to get up early once in a while, but, you know, every day is not the day, and it depends what time you go to sleep. But I do like to help people, too. So that's why my mission on this planet is to help, you know, not only people but the the animals, too. And I have my, my rescue. I have rescued three dogs in the last, you know, let's say 14 years given. And uh, one of them is still with us. And the thing, when you rescue them, they know that you saved their life. I mean, I've had the most loyal dogs in the world because... They know, like I took home a two-year Roddy, and she's a Rottweiler, and but she was only seventy pounds when I brought her home, and she. I just got to say this. She said, uh, Janice just said she was only seventy pounds. Both my dogs were between ten and eleven <laughs> pounds. <laughs> so I, I I love the little ones that I could put on my lap, and you've always had the big ones. Is that correct? I did. That is yeah. correct. And then she actually, um, in before too long, matured because Roddy stay young longer, and she wound up being a hundred and twenty-five pound female rot. And uh, oh, at one gosh. point, she at one thirty-five, so she weighed more than I did. Of yeah, I was going to say she weighs more than you. <laughs> she did. So she did she walk me. you? Did your dog walk you? Well, she was well-behaved and well-mannered, so I walked her. <laughs> oh, okay. But the next rescue was a shepherd Roddy mix, and uh, she walked us for a long time until we got her obedience trained. And then her little buddy, um, he was a Roddy Lavador mix. He's the one that's still with us, and I walk him. He's well-behaved. And, uh, yep, they all know that you save their soul, so especially when they were in the Humane Society, and it's yes, almost their absolutely. day. Yes, absolutely. So I, I know, thank you, Janice. I know Beverly well, has a poem, she, an original she wants to share, because yes. it's that time of the show where we're starting to wind down. Thank you, Janice. Thank you. Just thank thanks you. for coming on and sharing your stories. I always knew that you you love, you love, you are an unconditional lover, which is a wonderful trait. keeps you healthy, and it keeps the people around you healthy. Go ahead, Beverly, with your poem. Oh, to my cat. Okay. She's a ball of fur, asleep in my arms. I feel her purr. I'm seduced by her charms. She's my precious toy who loves a piece of string. She brings me joy and makes my heart sing. Who would have thought that such an adorable cat could teach me lessons in love? Who would have thought that a cuddly cat could fit my life like a glove? She caresses my fingers, keeps them warm when I'm cold. My hands want to linger. My heart wants to hold onto this silky ball. Lily is her name. I joyfully give her all. She's my tiger who's tame. When she gives me a kiss, 
is in my lap, she plops. I cherish all this. May our love affair never stop. Oh, gosh, that is so adorable, adorable. I know when I've been in your home and your cats, I I always felt they were very spiritual. Uh, I really got that about them, and they were very into people, like, you know, just looking at each other the way I did. And, again, I'm really not a cat person. Uh, When I say that, I'm more comfortable with little dogs because that's what I always had. But it's interesting that most of my family and my friends all have cats. Beverly, what would you like to say to wrap up this extraordinary show, The Healing Power of Animals? I'd like to say that if you don't have a pet, uh, consider getting one. Truly, it will help you. It will soothe you. It will calm you. Even watching fish is soothing. Lower your blood pressure, which helps your heart keep you less stressed, which just helps your immune system. The healing power of dogs and cats and animals cannot be underestimated. And it also, if you, especially if you don't have a lot of friends, a big social life, the animals can make up for it and give you the same advantage that researchers say people have when they have a wide circle of friends. Your animal friends can do you just as well. So consider it. It's a wonderful thing that we have the animal kingdom with us and that they love us and we can love them unconditionally. And you are someone I love unconditionally. And, folks, thanks for joining the show today. You're invited to my birthday celebration party live tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you'll meet my very, very best friends, the ones that are available. Several of those in that group uh, want to be with us, but they're traveling. They're out of the country, whatever, but uh, they'll be with us in spirit. So I, I love sharing my birthday with all of you. Thank you to the many, many Uh, birthday wishes I received on Facebook and the date is tomorrow and already they're starting to come in like crazy from Facebook so it's all fun it's all good and then next month in the first week of June we're going to have our anniversary show it's the fourth year anniversary of Joyce Barry and Friends and prior to that I had a show with three male partners for a year and a half but we're celebrating this show as it uh, enters its fifth year so thank you for being loyal friends uh, of the show. We love having you uh, in our chat rooms and on the board and on the computers. Go out and celebrate your friends, the animals in your life, the animals that you'll soon save because you were inspired by the show today. Celebrate your resources, your opportunities. Just go celebrate the miracles that will surely come your way if only you believe they will. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash 
the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash! Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and Friends. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now with Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623.18.